Most people don't understand that it's people and experiences that matter the most in life. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ Podcast. Now, let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. What's shaking, House Flipping Nation? I hope you guys are all either enjoying or have enjoyed your memorial day, depending on when you're listening to the show. Uh, we had a great time hanging out with my brother who came down with a bunch of friends, and um, we are going to be watching the Warriors game tonight. Ever since went to San Francisco, Brogan has been wearing his Warriors hat, and he's been a fan. Even though we don't watch a ton of basketball, he's just <laughs> uh, knowing that they are going to be playing for the championship in their conference uh, is pretty exciting. So that will be fun. Um, special day. I mean... Remembering those who who went before us and the sacrifices that they've made, those who have fought for our countries and our, and our freedoms, um, regardless of if you're in the, the U.S. Or, or another country, that's a, a special thing to have that freedom. And I, I don't take that lightly, and I know you guys don't either. And so think about those things. Let's, let's make sure we don't take that for granted and honor those who um, have, have given so much and given their, their lives so that we can have the freedoms that we that we have today, so that we can do things like create a business and all the other amazing things that we would not be able to do if we didn't have those freedoms. So today is kind of a special episode. I actually created this episode for uh, the other podcast that I do, Eight Minute Millionaire. If you haven't checked that out, I encourage you to do so. It's um, I think it's a cool podcast. <laughs> EightMinuteMillionaire.com. I did an interview with the man who wrote the book, The Perfect Day Formula, Mr. Craig Ballantyne. And after we got done, I thought to myself, I thought, you know, this is something that all of my house flipping peeps uh, need to hear as well. Because as house flipping business owners or wholesaling business owners, we... We focus a lot on the fundamentals and, and things of that sort. But as you guys know, systems are incredibly important to me. And also what goes on between our mind is huge. And how we manage our days is truly what creates our our life. You know, If you can have the perfect day multiple times per week, that's going to turn into some pretty awesome weeks, pretty awesome months, years, and in your life. So some of the things we talked about is thought you guys you guys just have to hear you know how to work on creating your perfect day Tara and I have been talking about it all morning uh, in this interview we talk about how to control your mornings conquer your afternoons and create your evenings which will help set up for the perfect day and we go into all kinds of other cool stuff so anyway I will not steal the thunder the thunder so without any further ado I give you myself and Craig Valentine. Man, it has been a fast and furious past few weeks for me. Uh, for those of you guys who have been following, you will know that I had uh, a real estate master meeting last week. And then this week, I just got back last night from my master meeting with Russell Brunson. And then I've got my seven-figure flipping master meeting next week. And things are, are pretty crazy. I call this my hell month except for um it's 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 fun i enjoy it but it is it is fast and furious and has been intense for those of you who are out there who are not a part of some kind of mastermind group you have got to join one i don't care if you you know 
join one that's more of a high-level mastermind group or if you are just getting started and you just find a few friends that are kind of on the same level and you guys want to meet together. But those meetings, meeting with like-minded individuals, people who have been there or who are on the same journey as you, is so powerful. Having those discussions is is absolutely incredible. So you've got to do it. It changes the person you are, the way you think. My wife, literally, the day after the mastermind meeting, we were talking and she changed up her her entire business model of the new business that she launched. And it's just absolutely amazing. Your brain literally changes. So you've got to do it. Do it, do it, do it. So today I have an incredible guest for you guys. As you know, it's been a while since I, I've had a a guest on the show. And part of that is just because of everything that we have going on. And we've kind of scaled back a little bit from, from the daily podcast. And and also, I don't know, it's just, I, we've just been busy. We have a lot going on. And we get contacted several times a day by someone who either wants to be on the show or wants uh, to be on our, our blog or, or something like that. And I've, I've just gotten to the point with, with Kyle where I'm like, just, we don't have time to read them, like just, you know, but, whatever, right? Uh, but, but in today's situation, I was introduced by my good friend, Brad Costanza of Bacon Wrap Business. And you guys know Brad has been on the show, and I know anyone he introduces to me is, is the real deal. Still, it was, it was just over a month ago when this person was introduced to me. I'm still keeping you guys on the job. I'm not telling you who it is yet. But it was still over a month ago, and I just had a lot going on, as you just heard, all the things I've had going on lately. And I was like, yeah, just you know, it's another person that interviewed. I, I don't know. Just whatever. I didn't make it that big a deal. It wasn't that, that big a thing. Uh, but I, I went ahead and scheduled the interview uh, for, for today as we are about to have it. And, but I still wasn't, I just wasn't that excited. He, he sent me his book and I didn't read it. And um, then I was at my master meeting with Russell. And I know Russell's been talking about how much his days have been improving based on the structure that he's had. And he may have mentioned the person or the, the system that he's been using, but I probably wasn't paying that much attention. Uh, but I was just like, man, what, what structure is Russell using? What is he doing? Like his days have become so much more productive. All the things that he's doing, making like a million dollars a month, just killing in all aspects of life and improving his personal life. Um, and we're at this master meeting. He's talking about this. And he's like, yeah, it's, it's a system that I'm following by a guy by the name of, drumroll, Craig Valentine. And it's the perfect day formula. And I'm like, I like, it's funny because Russell's in the middle of talking. Like, raise my, I'm like, hey, I'm interviewing him in like two days. <laughs> and everyone's like, it was kind of, it was like one of those things where it's like distraction, but really cool at the same time. So... Anyway, Russell thought that was pretty cool. And so here we are. And yesterday, uh, we just got back late last night. And I'm like, oh, crap. I haven't even like opened this. He sent me like a whole packet of like a book and like a bunch of other cool stuff. I didn't even opened it yet. That's how embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to even let him hear me saying this. But I hadn't even opened it yet. So I opened it up. I, it was after saying hi to my kids and they went off to school. I opened this thing up. I'm going through it. And then I went on a run and listened. I got the book on Audible. Went on a run, listened to it three speed, and now I am um, the perfect day formulaic fanatic. I cannot wait to get going on this thing, and I literally just was more introduced to it in the last couple of days, and especially today. So, without any further ado, I introduce to you guys the one and only Craig Valentine. How you doing, Craig? <laughs> awesome. Thanks so much, Justin. That's a cool story. That was kind of a long intro, right? <laughs> wow, it's really great, though, that all of that stuff is coming together. So, yeah, I'm super excited to to have you on. Uh, you guys have heard me talk about the book Ready, Fire, Aim by Michael Masterson. 
And uh, anyway, in, in the book I, I listened to today by by Craig, the the Perfect Day Formula. Um, I mean, I'll let you give your background, but basically, you are the the editor of the blog Early to Rise, which Michael Masterson did. He started. I mean, I know he talked about it in his book. It's been like over a year since I listened to it, but. Um, go ahead. I'll let you expand. Craig, give us a little more of your background and, and what you're all about. And then let's dive into how um, my listeners can create that perfect day, which I believe and I know you believe if you can create perfect days, that is what will create your your perfect life or, or a, a more fulfilled and, and a happier life. Yeah. So I started out in the fitness world selling information products online back in 2001. And so I did that. i still do that today. So I've been doing that for over 15 years, been writing for Men's Health Magazine. And in 2001 or two, I stumbled across Early to Rise's website, and I thought it was the greatest thing. And then in 2011, there's a long story that goes behind this, which would be kind of cool to share later on. But I basically had the chance to buy the business Early to Rise from Michael Masterson, whose real name is Mark Ford. And I've been running that since 2011. That's so crazy. When I heard that in your book today, I was like, that's not even his real name. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a cool name. Maybe I should change my name. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, and that's super cool because you like you wanted to have a business just like Early to Rise, and you literally ended up buying it. I mean, talk about the power of like thought, but then taking action, right? Yeah, and that, and it goes back to what you were saying about the start of the call. You know, getting in a mastermind group. It was. When I hired my first coach on the very first call, the very first question he asked me was, what do you want your business to look like in five years? And that's a really important thing for people to think about. And my answer was back in 2006 that I wanted to have a business like Early to Rise. And then we went on and we worked on my sales copy and that was all we talked about there. But then I went and joined another mastermind group the next year. I joined Yannick Silver's mastermind group. Yeah, we've had him on the show too. That's yeah, cool. yeah, and then um, I met my business partner Matt Smith in Yonix Mastermind Group, and a few years later, it was Matt who was at a seminar with Mark Ford, and Mark said to Matt, "You know, I'm thinking of uh, kind of shutting down early to rise. I've said everything I could possibly say because he did write literally 2,000 essays for wow. early to rise." And then Matt said to Mark Ford that he, I, you know, he had a friend, me, who was interested in buying it, and so we just. We flew down to Florida, made a deal, and we've been running it since 2011. So it's been really cool. That is so cool. Um, awesome. So let's, I mean, let's talk about the perfect day formula. Like, let's talk about that perfect day. Like, how can someone create that perfect day? Let's just, let's just get into it. Yeah, so the perfect day is really about, okay, not sitting around in a hammock all day and drinking, you know, uh, daiquiris and margaritas it's about you know making the perfect day for your business your life you know moving ahead towards being able to have the freedom in your life to do what you want when you want and so it all comes down to knowing what's going to work best for you and then controlling your morning coping with the chaos that the world is going to bring to you in the afternoon and then concentrating on what counts at night which is focusing on your family you know family time and hanging out with your kids and being able to enjoy the fruits of your labor, which is what most people kind of envision as what they thought life was going to be, you know, work during the day and then have free time at night. But, you know, things have just blended into all day working now, yes. you know, you know, on their iPhones and email and everything. But you can actually have that separation between work and home life. And that's what the book shows people how to do while still getting ahead. 
So I love that it's kind of like there's three C's, right? So control and the second one was coping. I think in the book you referred to it as um, maybe it was was it coping? Well, in the original quotation from Epictetus, a Stoic philosopher, he says, control what you can, cope with what you can't, concentrate on what counts. Got it. And then I applied that to the three parts of the day. Control your morning, cope with what you can't control in the afternoon, and concentrate on what counts at night. But then my one of my other business partners said, you know, coping doesn't sound that powerful. So change it to conquering. Yeah, that's right. So that's what we put in the book. Conquering. Conquer the afternoon. And controlling because in the morning you do have a little more control. Things are a little more calm. And and being ready for that afternoon, you know, people are going to be hitting you from right and left. And But conquer it. I like that. Um, yeah. I mean, and it then, really is being prepared for that. But it's being prepared for the morning too. Exactly what you said. We have that extra control. We control what time we get up. We control what we do first thing. We control how we kickstart our day. And so that's when we have to take advantage of the time when the world isn't coming at us with emergencies quite yet. And I love concentrate in the evening because it's like, that's your why, right? Like everyone talks about their why, but I feel like a lot of people don't really do anything about it, right? It's like, I'm going to keep working my guts out for the rest of my life so I can someday do my why. It's like, no, do your why now, right? That's exactly it. And I'm actually at a seminar here in Austin, Texas, uh, this weekend, it's called Paleo FX. It's awesome. for a lot of nutritionists and trainers. And we just had a huge conversation yesterday with a small group of them about how many of them are sacrificing their health to help people get healthy. Yes. And it's so ironic, but they don't have control of their day. And so we help them uh, get that back into their lives. That is, that is ironic. And we do that um, a lot. I, I've tended to do that at times and I'm working on that, but that's that's so true. So it's tough. it's tough when the work is so fun, though, you know? Yeah, it is hard. Like, it feels like play. And I sometimes have been, um, you know, I can sometimes get distracted with my work because I enjoy it. But it, but what is the most I tell myself, the reason why I do this thing is for my kids and family. Right. And if I really, truly believe that, because that is what matters most. But if I truly believe I'm going to set my life up to be successful in that and not just say someday, someday, someday. Right. So absolutely. So this is awesome because to me, this is going to help improve health it's going to help improve your their businesses and most of our listeners either own or or are working on starting businesses and it's going to help them focus on what matters most um friends family and just whatever that might mean god spirituality anything right absolutely um, so do we start with the morning what's the best place to start yeah i mean the, the most well actually the most important thing to do is you start your morning tonight i mean you really need okay, to get that's, that's where i was going i guess so yeah i mean it's it's all about making sure that you're planning ahead to really control and dominate your morning so that when you get up you don't have to get in okay what the heck am i going to do now mode you already know you're dialed in you have some preparation in place and that way you can just accelerate down the road of success so here's the deal like i literally want to do this so i mean i'm gonna let everyone listen in like they're a fly on the wall but you and i are just gonna have a conversation like i want you to kind of help me craft uh the perfect day if you will um and and i'm gonna i'm gonna do it and i'll keep everyone posted on on how it's going are yeah that'd be really cool okay so um I'll, I'll probably try to start next week uh even though next week's gonna be hard I'll, but i'll start there even though i have my mastermind group which i'm gonna be a little bit off but then we got right. that i'll be on <laughs> Here, here's the first thing that i recommend that you do justin is we actually have a, a just a, a little tool that we created it's just a piece of paper but it's um marked out in 20 minute increments okay and we have people go through that time journal so that they can identify two main things one where they're most productive 
which I call magic time. So okay. everybody has a magic time in their day. Mine's really early in the morning. I'm one of those obnoxious early birds, you know. Mine's and, early, and, but I know you wake up at four. Do you? Are you still doing that? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. That's a little early. I wake yeah, up at four when I am having like insomnia when I yeah. can't sleep. Right. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying not to wake up at four, but I listen to your stuff on sleep too, and I'm going to work on that as well. <laughs> Yeah, so I live my life by what I call extreme example. And so I don't expect anybody to get up at four. But I'm just, you know, if if people see what I'm doing, they say, well, you know, if he's doing that, then I can get up an extra 10 or 15 minutes earlier, I can do that, no problem. That's basically what Russell did when he was talking about setting up his days. You know, he actually called me insane in his podcast, which is totally (laughs) fine, because it is a little out there. But it was able to help him get up a little bit earlier. Now he's just so dialed in with his click funnel. So it was really cool to his, hear his story. But back to your transformation, it's starting with the time journal, identifying when you're going to be most productive, and then also identifying where you come up against those obstacles, distractions, and temptations throughout the day. Like, you know, what was it social media or is it a, you know, news websites or whatever it is that you find yourself getting sucked into. You just want to make sure that you know when that happens uh-huh. and then therefore you can set up some boundaries in place so that it does not happen very often. Okay. So I think for me, tentatively, I'd say like 5.30 and then I can maybe shoot for a little earlier or, or something like that. But What time are you getting up right now? Yeah, I'm, this is a little, uh, and I'm open with everything I talk about. So I'm actually, I, I sometimes struggle with sleeping, especially when I have masterminds and seminars and I'm staying in hotels, which has happened last week, this week, and will happen sure. next week. Um, so my goal right now is to sleep as much as I can, because I've only been sleeping like five hours a night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I listened to what you said about no TV an hour before you go to bed. So I want to implement that. We Actually, let's go through that real quick. Sure. Uh, or is it two hours? No work two hours before Right. It's, it's the 103210 formula. And the funny thing is, I, I almost didn't put this in the book, uh-huh. but this thing has gotten the most viral traffic. It's been in, in the Telegraph uh, newspaper in London. I've, I've gotten interviewed on Russian television wow. for it. It's been all over the place. And it, it comes down to this basically, 10 hours before bed, stop drinking caffeine because the half life of caffeine in your blood, the, the rate at which it um, leaves your blood, is it ends up taking that long. So you want to avoid your coffee about 10 hours before bed and then three hours before bed, avoid heavy meals and try to avoid alcohol. So even though alcohol makes you sleepy, it actually interferes with your sleep cycles. So even if you get eight hours of sleep, you end up kind of groggy and tired because you didn't get into that deep sleep. Yeah. Had two glasses. of I don't don't drink coffee or alcohol. So that's good for me, but there's a lot of people listening that do. So that's good. Yeah, <laughs> for I've never had a coffee in my life either. But I do eat a lot. Uh, not a lot, but I usually eat something before I go to bed. You can eat something, right? Just not heavy meals? Is that... Yeah, not like a heavy, spicy meal because that'll do the same thing as alcohol. It just okay. interferes with your sleep cycles. Okay. And then two hours before bed, we're going to stop working so that we get that stress out of the way. And then we can focus on family time and relaxation. Sure. And then an hour before bed, you want to avoid anything that has a screen, essentially, whether it's an iPhone or an iPad or a television that has that blue light emitted from the screen because that actually increases our alertness. Now, there's also like blue light blockers uh-huh. you can wear and read, but you may as well just shut it down and then you know hang out with your spouse and read the paper, read a book, or you know play with your kids, put them in bed, read them a story, have a bath, whatever. Yeah. It just 
relax into sleep. We've done recently put the blue light blockers on, but I, I think as, as painful it is as it is, because we have, have these habits and we don't want to leave them. And right. it's painful for me. Like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Like, I think I just need to. Yeah, like no TV because your, your mind still gets going. And right. with the, the work, I mean, I've gotten pretty good at not working at night, but I'll still kind of like. You know, you, you mentioned it's like the drug, check my email, like on my phone okay. before, and then my mind gets going. And the one person said the one thing that I either liked or didn't like. And then I'm like, my mind's racing. And it's like, okay, Justin, if you really want to get a good sleep, which will cause you to have even better, more fulfilling days, like you've got to like take some mass, take some serious action, right? Take bold action, change some things up. So I'm, I'm down for it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, and I know that, that, uh, email kind of like, rabbit hole that you go down or that worm that gets in your head and it it can happen at two times a day it it can happen if when you check email first thing in the morning and the next thing you know like you're just like oh here's my response to that person or oh this would be a better comeback and the next thing you know you spent like four hours thinking about it that's why you can't do that and then i used to get in the habit of saying i'm just going to check my email one more time before dinner oh my gosh oh and then it would be like every time i thought that I would find like the email that would just set me off. So now I'm just like Holy. hard cut off times. So. And you're not in that right state of mind. And yeah, yeah it's crazy. I mean, I have, I have a couple of coaching groups, which I, which I love to interact with. But if I start interacting with them when I should be focused on my kids, I'm be thinking about their need, you know, the needs of the students instead of my kids. And it's just, right. but it's like, Oh, but I'm doing the, a good thing. So I'm helping people, but it's, but I'm not doing the good right thing at the right time. Yeah, you know, I, I've, I've always struggled to get that through to people, and it wasn't until I used this message that every time you check an email or read a newsletter or watch a YouTube video during the day that kind of makes you late for getting home for dinner, you're actually stealing that time from your children. Yes. And so when people who have children listen to that go, wait a minute, I am, you know, I'm stealing the time, the, you know, the most important thing in the world from my kids. I'm not able to go to their practice or you know, play with them or read them a story uh, before bed because I decided to go and watch some stupid YouTube video of dogs pooping to a soundtrack. Totally. You know, like that. I haven't seen that one yet. Is it? Was it good? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's not. And Joe Paul. Joe Paul has sent it to me after Frank Kern sent it to him, and it's like really, you guys. This is what you do all day. But um, we'll include you know, that in the show notes, everybody. No, just yeah, right. <laughs> just it's like a classical music song too, so it's uh, hilarious. You know, high end. <laughs> Anyways, you know, it's just once people think that, like, oh yeah, you know, reading this is a waste of time comparing to reading to my kids. I got to get my priorities dialed in here. So you know, someone who reads the book, they might think, oh man, this person is like no fun because it's all about the structure in the day. Yeah. That's what it's all about so you have the freedom at night yes. to really do what you're working so hard for. No, I totally agree. I don't believe that anything that happens to us is just by chance. I mean, you create your your life. You create those things. And if you're not doing the daily activity things that are going to get you there, you're not going to get there. Um, Absolutely. And I believe with you talk about rules and with giving yourself rules and structure you can't have more freedom. That's what gives you your freedom. Instead of chaos yep. and not knowing where you're going or accomplishing your goals, that's just misery. So Yeah, and I like to use the analogy of traffic lights. You know, if we if we didn't have red lights, our traffic system would be absolute chaos. No one would get anywhere safely and we wouldn't have freedom in our life. Yes. That's the same thing we need to have in our own personal days. And whether you call them rules or whether you think of it as like having your own computer operating system for how you do things. That's what it's all about, just helping you stay on the straight and narrow, require less willpower and discipline, which is something that can be depleted over time, 
so don't require, don't rely on that. Just focus on making the right actions automatic and boom, you're going to be successful. That's awesome. So, okay. So I'm going to start waking up at, at five 30. Okay. Um, and my goal is to sleep. So I'm not waking up at four, but I'm waking up at five 30. I'm not going to four and then trying to sleep and like, uh, you know, right. right. Uh, well now you can wake up at four cause you go to bed at eight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I can go to bed pretty early, but not eight. So I wake up at four, five 30. Uh, if I go to bed at 9.30, that's eight hours of sleep. That's great. Which would be awesome. So my goal would be to go to bed at 9.30, which we can do. My wife and I, we, we go to bed usually at 10. It's somewhere right. between 9 and 11, depending on how motivated we're feeling. Sure. <laughs> um, okay, 9.30, 5.30, no TV. No, okay, da 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 All right, I'm going to do this. Anything else you recommend for helping me sleep? <laughs> um, I use a little bit of melatonin once in a while, okay. a couple hours before bed, and then... On the days that, you know, then there's always going to be those days where you don't get to sleep on time, yeah. whether it's social outing or whether it's mastermind stuff. I just had mastermind in Las Vegas and it was the same thing as, you know, five and a half hours, six hours of sleep a night for two or three days in a row. And then it's either nap in the afternoon or get to bed earlier the next night. Okay. But try not to get too far away from your wake up time. Yeah. Because when I learned that from Michael Masterson, I finally took his advice after years of hearing, go to bed, get up at the same time every day of the week. Yeah. That's when my all-day energy just went through the roof. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. I heard you say take a nap if you're going to bed later. Yeah, um, well, the Spanish solution is what uh, I call it. Yeah, the siesta. You yeah. know, I, when, I was, when I was 19 year old, years old, I went on a, a mission for my church, and that was the first time that I had so much structure every day woke up at the same time went to bed at the same time and man i would get more done in a day than i would get done in like a month before like it was crazy and so i'm like okay i can do this i can do this and every once in a while it's not going to happen but i love that you said take a nap that sounds yeah. even better oh, yeah. i can tell my i mean not that my wife my wife doesn't care i can do whatever i want but if i'm like oh i, I need to take a nap it's almost for myself um right. so anyway cool all right so 5 30 now what do I do at five thirty? Like most people wake up and they think the first thing that they should do is, is exercise, but I don't. Is that what you do? That's not what you do. And I know Russell. No, that's not, not what he's doing. Okay, it's not. And and it's actually I recommend what it's going to be different for everybody depending on their number one priority in life. And so I think that everyone should identify either their number one problem or their number one opportunity, and then just sit and think about it for fifteen minutes. So go down to your kitchen table with a pen and paper. And sit there and identify if it's an opportunity, you know, how can you take advantage of this right now? What can you do to get started on it? Whether it's buying a house or whether it is, um, you know, making a deal on something or whether it's writing sales copy, whatever it is. Or if it's a problem, like someone who's listening has to get out of $5,000 worth of credit card debt, well, you're going to sit there and you're going to go through your finances and you're going to figure out ways to cut expenses and ways to increase income and ways to get onto a lower interest credit card rate. But it's really just about sitting there and thinking for 15 minutes because most people don't have that proactive thinking time in their day. And the only time you can really find 15 minutes for it is first thing in the morning. And I actually used this when I was a personal trainer and trying to start my online business back in 2003. I was getting up really early in the morning before I had to take the bus downtown Toronto to the wealthy part of town to train people, I was still getting up and working for 15 minutes on my online business. And over time, 
just like interest, that compounds mm-hmm. into success. So 15 minutes now, do I just start working on my business, like my top first thing to do, or do I just, start, do I just think? Uh, no. So it'd basically be identifying the number one priority. So what's the number one thing you should be working on during all of the day, but most okay. people don't even end up having time to work on their number one priority at all. Yeah. But identify it and at least get a head start on it. Because, and this also goes for your employees too, because what research shows is that if people don't see progress, they get demotivated. Yep. And if you have that victory first thing in the morning, it doesn't matter what happens over the rest of the day. You know, if your basement floods, if the kids get sick and have to stay home from school, the world can't take that victory from you first thing in the morning. And so even after a tough day, you still think, you know what, I still made progress and you still have that motivation to come back and hit it tomorrow. Now, what I mean, if I'm waking up at 5.30 and nothing else is really going on till 8.30, I mean, do I have, should I just focus on that thing for a couple hours or what do you, or is it 15 minutes for people who maybe they got to be to work and but just wake up an extra 15 minutes early? Yeah, the 15 minutes is like worst case scenario. Okay, gotcha. Best case scenario is the first 90 minutes. Like I like Robin Sharma's recommendation, you know, first 90 minute block, focused on your number one priority, then you take a bit of a break. And, you know, there's people that do 25 minutes and then five-minute break or 50 minutes and then 10-minute break, whatever it is. Whatever it is. Yeah, you just got to make that progress there. Eat that frog, right? For some people, (laughs) like listening, you know, if there's a guy who's 55 years old, he's built up a good business um, and his family's good, but the kids have moved out, but he's, you know, 40 pounds overweight – then I would recommend that he does use that time to improve his health, whether it is focusing on nutrition or exercise, because that's probably not a priority in his life or a habit in his life. And so he needs to force that on himself. But, you know, for young people that are looking to to build their income, become millionaires, you're probably going to focus on your number one wealth building activity first thing in the morning. That's, you know, that's kind of what I like to do. And it's just so, so cool hearing you say that because it just kind of confirmed what I already thought, even though I hear most people say you got to work out first thing in the morning. But no, not at all. That's what my brain power is like the highest, right? So I want yeah, to use that brain power and I don't have to think a whole lot. I mean, I've worked out my whole life, like college football. Like for me, when I go to the gym, it's just kind of autopilot. Okay, I'm going to sure. get my thing in. I'm not trying to train for anything intense. And I just get it done, right? So yeah. I, I love having that afternoon and my brain's a little mushy and just go work out. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I mean, what I do is very similar. So I'm a, as a writer, I get up and I write first thing in the morning. And in that first hour, I'll be able to write 1,500 words. But if I tried to do that at 2 o'clock in the afternoon when I have mush brain, yeah. it's going to take me three hours. So Not I do happen. these calls in the afternoon, like what we're doing right now, because I have enough energy to be doing good calls, yeah. but I don't have the energy to focus on on the articles. Yeah, I'm the same. I typically try to do interviews and calls a little bit later on. So Perfect. Um, okay, cool. So what else you got for me? What else we got? Well, I mean, so what we're going to do there is just make sure we're going to eat properly. So first thing in the morning, you really control your breakfast and you're not, you're not going out with clients most of the time if people are in business and have to go out for dinners with clients, that's a little bit harder to control your food. But first thing in the morning, you can get off to that great start. And when you get off to that great start, then you are less likely to make bad decisions at lunchtime because you're like, oh, why would I throw away having a great breakfast by having a really bad lunch? I'm going to keep this momentum going. And it helps you make right decisions. 
So that's why you just want to make sure that your morning is as structured and as successful as possible. So let me ask you, you, you wake up, I'm going to kind of take what you do and translate that to something for me. So you wake up at four and yep. what time do you eat breakfast? I don't eat breakfast till about seven o'clock. So what I do is I start my morning with like a green shake and some vitamin okay. C and glutamine, a real health cocktail, I guess you would call it. And then I do my writing. And is that at four? Like that's the first thing you wake up, you make that and, yep. you, and you take that with you, you go sit down in your home office. At kitchen table, actually. Oh I was, yeah. I heard you say that. Kitchen yeah. Table. Nice big kitchen table. So I, I actually, there's one thing I do before that. So I come down the stairs and my dog greets me every day. Awesome. And you know, this is goes back to what we were talking about, you know, like the little things in life and concentrating on what counts yeah. is when I first got him, I would let him like crawl on my chest and uh -huh. like we would just hang out for a bit. And then I, I, you know, I got really busy and I couldn't do that anymore. And, and now he's getting older. I'm like, wait a minute, you know, he's not going to be around That's for awesome. much longer because he's an old, uh, old pup these days with gray on the chin. And so now I come downstairs, I lie on the ground and he climbs on my chest and we just hang out for, you know, maybe it's only 30 seconds, maybe yeah. it's two minutes, but that's what we do. That's how I start my day. That's awesome. And and not to get out sidetrack again, but I mean, we do the same thing with our kids, right? Like I work from home. My kids come home at, at two o'clock and I used to be like, no, don't talk to me. But I'm like, no, now like come in. Like, I think that's so important. My wife read somewhere like the importance of greeting your kids when they wake up and when they get home, like it's so huge. And so I do that. And then I get back to working for a few hours until it's family time. Right. I mean, it just takes a couple minutes. I mean, yeah. they don't want to hang around you for an hour. No. They, just want to, they just want that. Hey, parents are there. I love it. Holy. I know I've got the security. Now I'm going to go and play Legos or whatever. Right. Yeah. And in the past, I used to have this like conflict in my mind of like, oh, do I go hang out with the kids? But I'm not being a good dad. But then I'm not getting my stuff done. And now I just change that when they come home. Just give them all my love for like just a few minutes, maybe take an extra few minutes, jump on the trampoline, whatever. And then they do their thing. They get the homework and, and right. I get back to my stuff. It's been That's awesome. That's perfect. Yeah. And, and you know, just uh, we're going to stay on this sidetrack thing. Um, the book by Sheryl Sandberg, Lean In, I, I, I was really skeptical when I read that book. I thought, oh, what is she going to be able to teach? But, you know, she teaches in that book about how when her husband was still alive, they would get home for dinner every night with the kids because it's so important um, to if you want to raise well-adjusted kids, research shows that having dinner with your kids every night is one of the most important factors. And so, you know, even as a COO of Facebook, she was doing that. She was awesome. working later on in the evening and sacrificing that, but she always was home for dinner when she was in town. And so I thought that was a really powerful thing. And I really appreciated her book and her message there. So that's what I do. Uh, that's what she does for dinner. That's what I do first thing in the morning. That's what you do in the afternoon. And I think these are the things that we work so hard for, right? Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And I sometimes we think, oh, someday I'm going to have this big trip and do all these things with my family. But it's, I think it's more about to create the perfect life. You have to create the perfect day, which means creating the perfect habits throughout that day. Which I totally agree. We do dinner with with our family, and that's been so it's, huge. Yeah, it's the little things. It's not trips to Europe. It's the little things that, sure. that really count. Yeah, those are fun too. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the you know, pet the dog. Then I go make the cocktail. Then I sit down and I write. And um, you know, I just crank out the content as much as possible. I usually try and have a little outline from the night before, so it goes back to that preparation. And then when I'm all out of words, then I do some meditation. So I've been doing that. Three and a half years straight now, I haven't missed a day of at least five minutes, but most days are 20. Okay. And then the dog needs to go for a walk, so we go for awesome. about a 20-minute walk. 
And then I come back in and then it's around seven or seven thirty, and, and that's when I eat breakfast. Cool. And, and I like that. So you take the dog for a walk, kind of gives you a break, kind of segments your day a little bit. I, I also, every once in a while when I do something like, I don't have a dog, but you know, going for a walk or just doing something that isn't just at the, it just makes, reminds me that I am in control. I'm in control of my life. I'm not just sitting down and going crazy and always on my phone and taking every call that comes my way. Like I am in control and I believe and, that's and so you probably, you probably get some pretty cool ideas when you do that stuff too, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it's huge. Yeah, because research science actually shows that our frontal lobe operates different when we're outside of our work environment. So that's why people get ideas in the shower. That's why people get ideas washing the dishes. That's why people get ideas, you know, going for walks or going for runs or exercising at the gym. And so when I when I go and walk the dog, I get my best ideas from my articles and I have to like try and remember them in my head and when I come back in because I I usually don't take a voice recorder. I need to take that more often because I I've written some of my best articles in my head walking the awesome. dog. Yeah, I, I love that. I get my best ideas doing things like that as well. So how do you plan? Like, I like to plan kind of the day before for the next day as well. I hear you talking about that a little bit. What, like, what do you use, like a calendar? Do you use like an app? I'm just curious, any little thing you use or just a piece of paper? <laughs> I've, I've never used any app in my entire life. I love, I love hearing that. I saw you smiling. That's why you said, or do you use paper? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I just use Word documents and spreadsheets. Okay. Um, and I actually have a six-year-old BlackBerry as my phone. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like archaic. But um, So what I do is just making sure the night before that I have the day planned. And so I'm able to, you know, having a regular kind of structure to my day, I just basically have blocks of time that are general. I mean, Monday through Friday, it's almost always the same. You know, that writing time, that meditation time, you know, breakfast is here, more work, then exercise, then lunch, and then calls in the afternoon. And so those things are just generally blocked off. And then the night before, I just go in and put in the specifics. So, you know, writing time becomes writing on this. Uh, Calls becomes calls with this person, this person, and this person. And so Monday through Friday, it's almost just like there's these two or three hour blocks, and I just fill them in specifically. So what people need, hopefully need to get to, or hopefully can get to, is some type of specific, you know, uh, schedule like that. I want to make sure that people don't overlook what you said about the fact that you've you've never used a nap. Now, I am not super techie of myself, but sometimes I hear people like geeking out, like over. Now, there are certain tools and stuff that are good and can help. You know, it just depends on each person. But so geeking out on the new this and that and but they're never really like there's no structure to their life they're just always all over the place finding new things and trying to get that new thing and improve and that doesn't matter like the people that are successful are the ones that are almost it's almost boring it's almost like they have a structure to their life they have a plan they know what they're doing they don't get caught up by the shiny new things that are always coming along they just have that focus and they just keep moving along one day at a time absolutely and it goes back to a quote by warren buffett which is The difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything. And and he's well known for spending 90% of his time reading financial reports. He's, you know, somebody asked him how he became so successful. He took a stack of paper. He said, read this every day for 40 years. And it's not super sexy and success, uh, you know, amazing, like, you know, finding a hot new tech stock. That's how you do it. Yeah. Uh, 
It's very similar to whiteboarding. I mean, I, I know people that make whiteboarding this perverse form of procrastination. Right? Like, you have this really fancy whiteboard. Congratulations with all these you know dreams on it, but yes. nothing actually gets done. Yeah, it doesn't matter. No, I, I love that. So, okay, let's get back to the day a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we're walking the dog. What do we do when we get back from walking the dog? That's when I have breakfast, and then I go back into more writing. So cool. I usually get two blocks of writing, and this is when I'm – back in Toronto. So that's where my home is. Um, but my office is in Denver. And so because of the time difference, my meetings with the team that we have in Denver don't start until 1030 Eastern Standard Time. So I get my morning, my early morning writing, and then I get my second after breakfast writing. And then I usually get a quick workout in. And then we do a, a quick call around 1030 in the morning with our marketing team. And then it'll be on to more calls with, uh, you know, podcasts like this or me interviewing somebody else or, you know, more meetings and stuff like that. So that's when after about 1030 Eastern Standard Time, when I'm back in Toronto, I pretty much get into team uh, functions and communications. That's more of the so you've now controlled your morning and now you're kind of like conquering the the chaos or the, just right. the, the no, not the chaos, but there's just people and create chaos, right? There's more yeah, involved. There's more you know, going most on. Most of the time, it's, it, you know, fortunate for us, it's opportunities. Yes, like, there you, you go. There you go. You know, it's not too many fires that come into our business. I mean, we, we don't we don't operate an emergency room, I like to say. We just operate a that. business. So there aren't real emergencies. Yeah. In our- and that's kind of like speaks to the point of what I said. I mean, we're here interviewing you, obviously, like, but when we started getting these numbers every day, and at first, like my assistant, because I started my online business a couple, two and a half years ago. Oh. And at first, my assistant, you know, we've been, I've been flipping houses for nine years, flip 100 houses a year, but then I'm like, eh, I want to do something new too, right? Anyway, mm-hmm. but my online guy at the beginning was like, it was always an emergency when someone wanted to be interviewed at this, and I'm like, okay, we got to, <laughs> like, right. what is what is our key focus? And if it doesn't relate to that, then that's not what we're doing anyway. Um, but yeah, you, I love that. love that. Nothing is an emergency. I believe the same thing. I have people all the time, they'll say something like, well... What if it's an emergency? Like, do I have, can I work later? I'm like, I don't believe, call 911 if it's an emergency, right? Right. right? Like, emergencies are only created if we allow them to be created. If we create that in our culture, in our business, in our family, uh, if, like, like my, my mom will love her to death. She's so amazing. But if someone calls, like, she has to answer. I'm like, mom, you do not have to answer anything. But what if it's an emergency? What if someone's dying? Then they call 911. You can't do anything about it. <laughs> Right. It's like when people say, you know, and, you know, this email is an emergency. This, no, an email is not an emergency no. because no one emails people when it's an emergency. You t- you either call 911 or you yes. call your family. Other than that, it's something that's probably important, but it's yeah. not an emergency. And if you're the kind of person, not you, but in generally, like a gen- in general, if a person is the kind of person that wants to create emergencies, I don't want them as part of my life. <laughs> tell you the yeah, truth. it's just too much. So, um Super cool. Okay, so yeah, then you get into the the day and you're kind of conquering the day, and um, pretty I, much by then you're. I mean, pretty much by then you've set the tone. You've, you've done had your thing. Big wins, and you're really just moving everybody else ahead and moving along, keeping everybody happy and hitting those deadlines. And then it's time to go and you know enjoy everything that you've earned. That's awesome. What time do you usually wrap up your day? I know it depends on what you have going on, but. Usually about four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you know, one more dog walk, and then relatively early dinner, and then whether it's a little bit of social stuff during the week, not too much, but mostly reading is is the way that I wind down. And 
you know, how I can't get through about more than 10 minutes before I'm kind of nodding off of, of, of 10 minutes of reading before I'm nodding off. And that's pretty important. You live in Eastern time. Is that correct? And yeah, Eastern time. Yeah, but your team is in Western time. I mean, I'm Pacific mount, time, mountain time, mountain time. So you're, yeah. so you're winding up around four, which is there too. Yeah. And you just basically train them that they know that's when you're finishing up and no one's contacting you with emergencies. Like, they just know. Yeah, most most of them are are pretty early birds themselves yeah. too. So, you know, we encourage them to get everything done during work hours. I don't uh, I don't like it when people are even checking their email on the weekend again because nothing's going to be an emergency. It's just you know if they're checking it, it's because of bad habits yeah. uh, most of the time. Um, and really, it's just you know here's our deal. This is our stuff. This is the operations that we do. We just all we know we can get it all done at certain yeah. times and. And they know that if they need something from me to email me before three o'clock for sure, Mountain Standard Time. I love that. That's so cool. I love the just the control is, is so amazing. So, yeah, um, we try like we we try and pass it on to them too. We don't want them to be overwhelmed by you know the way that somebody else works. So there's a lot of communication, and everybody gets along really great on it. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, I mean, Craig, this has been amazing so far. The time is flying by. I, I know you're busy and have a lot going on, and you're like a seminar right now. You're probably missing it. Um, do you, what are your any like couple more just like gold nugget big takeaways that you want to include that we didn't cover before? Well, we... one one that's been kind of a theme of our call today is most people don't understand that it's people and experiences that matter the most in life. So people and experiences, yes. who you spend your time with, and what you spend your time doing with those people. I mean, yes, taking your family on a trip to Italy is an amazing experience and it's something that I, I hope everyone has a chance to do because it's an amazing place. But even if you don't get to do that, just having a really great family dinner is something that people should do more often and really appreciate the little things in life and because that's what you're going to look back on rather than, you know, the brand new car in the garage. I totally agree with that. That's that's huge. Number one tip is is that 15 minutes of thinking. If you okay. can get that and just do it on a consistent basis six days a week, just you'll be amazed at what you can accomplish in a couple of months. Yeah, super cool. So I highly, highly recommend everyone get uh, your book. Now, when they get the book, does it come with the packet or do they that you sent me or do they? So, so the packet is the advanced kit, which is like having me sitting down at your kitchen table, walking you through how to create your rules, your pillars, your vision for your life and all that great stuff and your goal setting. And they can watch a little video about that at perfectdayformula.com okay. or they can grab the book on Amazon just to get started and then work their way up to the kit. Awesome. Highly recommend it. It's a no-brainer. It's it's not like, I don't know, it's just the real deal, right? It's like this is what you got to do. Do it. And and I love how you just break it down and, and everyone needs to get it. So Thank you so it. much. Uh, so anyway, Craig, is, is there anything else we can do for you at all? This is fantastic. It's really been a lot of fun. And if anybody has any questions, they can just get a hold of me through Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Craig Valentine. That's the best social media way to get a hold of me. All right, Craig, I am going to start implementing this and we will be in touch and I will keep um, all the listeners posted on on how it's going. I'm going to awesome. stick with that and make this happen. <laughs> yes. Thanks so much, Justin. All right, Craig, we'll talk to you soon. And there you have it. Hope you guys enjoyed that interview. I, I, there's so many things I wanted to dive into even in more depth after I got done talking to him. So I'm sure we'll have him on another time. Check out his book. It's really awesome. And go to the show notes of this interview and leave me a thought on what is something that you do to have 
your perfect day? Or what are some of the things that you are going to do to improve your days? Because I promise you, if you will continue to work on improving your days, your, your life will be so much better. And this is something I'm really going to start to work on as well. I, I'll keep you guys posted, but my goal is to, as you guys know, I've been working on improving my sleep, which I've done a lot better the last few days. And once I can master that, my goal is going to be to go to bed every night between 9 and 9.30, waking up around 5 or 5.30. We're still working on the finalizing it. Uh, I'm not going to be, and I'll watch a ton of TV already, but no more TV or screen or anything a couple hours before I go to bed. Um and and read anyway i got a lot of things i'm doing to to create my my perfect day and i'll do another podcast talking about it because i know this has already gone long enough uh but it's gonna be awesome because you know what i am in control of my life and i am the captain of my own ship and i am gonna uh, make the best life i can you know we, we've done well financially and we'll continue to well financially but we are constantly even myself always naturally if we don't progress we're all automatically going backwards um and so sometimes it's easy you know when you when you've had a certain level of success to to be lackadaisical and i want to improve in in all areas my my marriage my kids uh my health spirituality and business uh, i i want it all and when i say all i i understand we can't have absolutely everything the way we want it and perfect but I want all of the things that matter the most, um, and, and I believe we can have that. And I'm going to keep pushing that towards that goal, and I'll keep you posted on my struggles and what's going well and what's not. And uh, you guys reach out to me and let me know what's working for you as well. We can all do this together and have a life of fulfillment and, and happiness And um, as we continue to to push towards finding that that right balance in life. So a uh, couple other things. Actually, one other thing for now, this week uh, in a couple days i'm going to be interviewing paul lazelle that should come out this thursday paul is a good friend that i have become to know from one of the masterminds that i am in and this guy it's amazing he okay let me how do i put this he has come up with a system that allows him to get houses under contract without seeing them without doing any direct marketing, without talking to uh, homeowners. He gets houses under under contract, and then he sells those houses, wholesales those houses without having to rehab them, without having to come with the financing, without... Anyways, just when I heard him talk about what he does, I was blown away. I was like, okay, I've got to get you on the podcast. And then I talked to him in more depth, and he has agreed to do a masterclass for us. As you guys know, we've done a couple of masterclasses in the past, and he is going to be our, our next masterclass um, guest. In fact, I'm going to let me check the date really quick of that just so I can have you save the date real quick. Hold on. And we're back. So we will be doing that masterclass Thursday, June 9th at six o'clock Pacific Standard Time. So you can go to. Uh, let's use remote. Go to housewomenhq.com slash remote. Uh, otherwise, for remote wholesaling. And you can sign up for that masterclass. We will be doing a, a discount this time. We haven't done that in the past. But we'll be doing a discount through the end of this week. So if you want to go and reserve your spot now, uh, you can do you can do that now. Or you can listen in on Thursday to learn more. And hear a little bit about Paul's uh, journey, and we'll dive into it a little bit, and then we'll really get into the nitty gritty on June 9th. So, uh, really looking forward to that. Other than that, guys, get out there.
take some action, make it a great day, make it a perfect day, and we will see you next time on the House Flipping HQ podcast. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.